Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Homewrecker Podcast. My wife is laughing at me. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely trophy wife. Hi. Who's laughing at me. Yes, I'm laughing the lovely at you. Monique. Hi. Hi. Why are you laughing at me? Because you're staring at my necklace like you've never seen it before. You're looking at like, what is that? Yeah, I am. It's my necklace. Okay, cool. It's a spell. I just haven't seen you wear that in a long time. I wear it every day. It's just usually under my shirt. Under your shirt. I, yeah. I I can't see it if it's under your shirt now, can I? This is true. I just felt like wearing it outside my shirt today. Well, then that's why I was staring, wondering what the hell is that thing? It's right. just kind of cool. So I was yeah. admiring it. My, my hematite I'm skull. So sorry for. No, it was just funny. I'm like, you're like, what is that? And I'm like. That's never good when a guy's staring at your chest saying, what is that? <laughs> well, it's cause for concern. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, then. So how's everybody? Well, how's everybody? How's what everybody? How are I'm you I'm all thrown off now. My goodness. Yeah, hopefully everybody listening is all right. I hope so, too. Doing well. Yes. How are you doing? I am very well, thank you. You're looking kind of pink. Yeah, rosy I was, red, not uh, just your cheeks. I don't either. know if you can see. It does. I don't think it shows up on camera as much. Um, I got a little, a You're little a sunburned. Yeah. Yes, yes, a little bit burned. I was outside building garden beds and working really, really hard. And the weather said it was going to be in like the mid seventies, partly cloudy. And I thought, oh, okay, like. A t-shirt should be fine because I had like long pants and boots on because I was working outside. I didn't want ticks crawling up up my legs. So yeah, I got a little burned on my arms and the back of my neck and my chest. My favorite is when you told me that digging, all you could think of was. <laughs> yes. All you could think of was the show Supernatural. Yeah. We're always digging graves. And you're like, man, that's hard work. And I said, yeah, that's why they call it hard labor well yeah like i mean i've dug in the dirt before but like we were we had this big mound of dirt delivered and so i was like shoveling the dirt and like putting it on like a little tractor bed to like go bring it to the garden beds and yeah like dirt is kind of heavy so i'm shoveling the dirt to put it in the tractor bed and all i can think of is like dirt's heavy wow like the this is a lot of hard work. And not only that, I just thought of like supernatural and how like they're always like digging the graves in the dirt. And yeah, I was just like, wow, I, it, it must be very difficult. Hard labor, ladies and gentlemen. That is where my mind went to was the show Supernatural. 
hard labor. Yes. Hard. That's okay, because we're going to be growing our own food. Good stuff. Yes, my sprouts have been sprouting. It's amazing. Within like a 10-hour period, they just, they grow so much. I'd like to think it's because... I go out all the time and I talk to them and I sing to them and I tell them how much I love them. And I think that's why they're sprouting so well. Could very well be. I'd like to think so. Yeah. I've, I've mentioned on the show, I talk to my plants. I sing to them. I tell it, them I love them. It's there's nothing wrong just with how that. I am. People do that. They're living, they're living things. They well, are living there's things. all kinds of videos that you see where people play music and stuff and yeah. And, the plants respond to it. They hook up some type of sensors and what have you. I don't know if how how accurate or believable any of that stuff is, but you've I mean you've seen that stuff. It's been around for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so. mean, I just I think plants are living things, they grow, right? They have energy. I think everything has energy, even rocks. But yeah. plants, they they grow, they are life and they need sunlight, they need water. And yeah, of course I'm gonna. They're, they're going to make food for us. I want that food to be filled with love and happiness and positivity. There you have it. Yeah. One thing you just, um, this conversation made me think of was just, I've been seeing it on Twitter a lot, the whole like vegetarian argument. What do you mean? The, and we've talked about it before. There are people who um, are just like anti-meat. They say you're like, you're not that spiritual if you eat meat. And I was, I think I've said it before on the show, but it just made me think that like all things are living. So plants are living. So like the coffee beans that came from a living plant, the fruit, the vegetables that you eat, that's from a living plant. Like when you have herbs and teas and everything, it came from a living plant. It's living. It's still a living being entity. So I just think that it doesn't matter, you know, what you eat. It's still meat or plant. It's still all a living thing. So I think people who are arguing that people shouldn't eat meat is kind of a moot point because plants are living too. And you have to kill them to eat them. So, or you can eat it raw, but you're still, I guess, taking it away from it's rude, I don't so. care what people eat, honestly. I don't eat, what, eat what you want. Just don't tell me what I shouldn't shouldn't eat. Well, that's, that's the all. thing. Don't I don't, don't I try really to don't say care. we're bad. So I'm not comment on because <laughs> we eat meat. No, but it just gets me thinking. It's like, well, it's it's a living plants are alive. They're living beings, and they respond. Like the the studies you saw, how they respond to like positivity and sound and no, vibration. No, no, I didn't see a study. I saw videos oh, that you see sorry, on the YouTube videos you've or. Seen. You see them on social media and you see that. We had a little technical difficulty with one of our computers. So uh, yes, fun times. So, yeah. But yeah, so plants are living. They're alive. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like I said, I saw the, the they're, they're just videos. You know, yeah, people look up them. stuff. And uh-huh. it, it's not a study, but again, it's one of those I, like. I misuse the word. Can you believe everything, every video that you see? No, but I know that when I grow plants, I know that when I grow plants, they tend to respond well. And I think it's because I'm always out talking to them and encouraging them and telling them how awesome they are. Okay. I'm not discounting it at all. I'm just saying that 
just because I saw a video doesn't mean that it's true. That's all no, I'm saying. That's fine. I'm just telling you how yeah, I feel. That's cool. And I feel plants are living all right. beings and they grow. Yes, they yeah. grow. That's what they do. They're awesome. Yes. And they require carbon dioxide. Or, yeah, right? CO2. Yeah, and they make yeah. oxygen. And they make oxygen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Science. Yes. Science. It's fun. Second grade science stuff here. Tremendous. Yeah. Learning so much here at the Home Record Podcast. Good time. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, fun time. how are you? How have you been? Uh, great. I'm, I'm good. Just yeah. trying to stay cool. Every time we start recording, my voice starts to go on me for some yeah, reason. It's, it's so amazing. weird. It's like we record and like you just... You lose your voice. You can't talk. Yeah, I have to constantly drink water and I'm, I'm getting all like dry. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I don't, I don't get know. It. It's, it. This is the only time it happens. Makes no sense. It's not like I'm nervous or anything. I was going to say, are you nervous? <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, it's, but that's just it. It's like, why is this? I'm constantly having to clear my throat. I'm stepping, you know, hitting the mute button. Do you think it's because we've been the having camera. the air conditioner going? No. Since we put it in, it makes the air a little more no, dry. No, because it was happening even before then. Oh. It's, it's been happening for a couple months now. It's just the weirdest thing. It's only when we sit down to record. I mean, Interesting. I, I talk the rest of the day and I'm fine. I talk to you before we start recording and I'm fine. So once we start recording, all of a sudden. What do you think? Maybe you're allergic. I'm allergic to this microphone, I think. You're allergic to podcasting. You developed an allergy. Yeah. yeah it's one of those where I'm like, oh, man. Uh-oh. I got to talk again. Damn well, it. and, and <laughs> yeah, and you're going to be talking quite a bit because we're going to be sharing some fun road stories. Oh, boy. Travel stories. <laughs> I, you know, I probably should have written some down, but yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll try to. Yeah. All right. I think they'll be somewhat entertaining. Yeah. I'm going to laugh anyway. I have a couple. <laughs> I think they're funny stories too from traveling with bands and whatnot. And cool. We yeah. can talk about some of our travels our fun travels together road stories yes road fun. stories yes a lot so of fun. what got this topic started was because you were telling a funny story i'm gonna, the other I'm gonna day. and i'm gonna tell that one again a little bit more uh i'll go into a little bit more detail okay. for us and well for the as i just breaking stuff. everything uh yeah for, for hearers us, and for, watchers for the hearers and watchers exactly mm-hmm. and yeah, it it, uh, it was an entertaining tale, and and it all happened. It's all true. Is it's yeah, a lot of fun. So uh, yeah, no, I was telling I was telling the story because I uh, I was we were reading Aesop's Fables with uh, with our our seven year old. Well, I was, and he was reading a tale about the the billy goat that was on the roof. Mm-hmm. It was hiding on well, not hiding, but it was it got itself situated on a on the roof of a barn, and saw a wolf. Or a fox, I can't remember now. I think it was a wolf. I think it, yeah, it may have been the wolf, and it was just kind of making fun of the of the wolf. It was and, like teasing and like taunting teasing it, the wolf like, and taunting it. Figured it can't get up here. Yeah, yeah. And so the wolf looked up at it and said, "I I hear you. I'm acknowledging you, but I I also acknowledge that that's the roof talking, not you." And so that was like seven year old. He says he. He got it that it made sense to him, but I I wanted to really illustrate the point for him. And it's not like you can say to a seven year old, "It 
you can't talk shit to people or you know what I mean? I mean like we, you could, can't, we could say that to our seven well, yeah, year old, but yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like to, to really illustrate the point. So I told him a story that happened to try to, it happened to me to try to kind of relate to him. And I don't know if it really worked or not, but it, it was entertaining. It got everybody in the house to come over and listen and they were all yeah, laughing. They about all, it, so they I thought it was laughed. kind of funny, but uh, yeah, I'll probably lose my voice telling that story for real. For real, my voice will probably go because so take a sip of water a and then involved in stuff. Yeah, so but, take uh, a sip of water yeah. and then you can proceed with your story. All right, so this tale took place. This took place many, many moons ago <laughs> in a land far, far away. This was in oh goodness, it was uh, I want to say it was 2002 or 2003. See, this I should have looked up, but we were uh. It was myself and two of my friends, uh, one of which is no longer with us. And uh, his name was Steve. And he was a, he was a pro wrestler, too. Uh, he was actually in WWE at the time. And we were driving to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. We were here in New Hampshire. We were going to Connecticut for uh, a UFC fight. And it was one of the, it was back, it was like before the UFC really got like huge, like it is, and I don't even know if it's huge now, but it was kind of, I was going to say, I think they're pretty big. Yeah, no, well, it's always been like big, I guess, but it was, it was one of those where there wasn't really any names on the fight mm. on the card, I guess it wasn't like a, it wasn't like, like it a, wasn't like a Mar- yeah, it wasn't decade. like a Ken Shamark or Tito Ortiz. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, you know, Conor McGregor wasn't around yet. It, it was one of those, it was going to be like no names. Like we call them jobbers in, in wrestling. So we were like, oh, you want to go to the UFC? Yeah, let's go to the UFC. Is the UFC All right, yeah, yeah, let's go down. It was just like kind of a spur of the moment thing. We didn't have tickets, but we called and it wasn't sold out or anything. So there was still, t- you still get tickets there. And and we we also said that, you know, we'd always also talked about just going to the casino uh, if we couldn't get into the fight or if the fights were, you know, sucking bad or whatever they weren't exciting we just leave and just go to the casino if the fights were sucking bad i love (laughs) well it's ufc so you never know because it's real i know it's just real right so what you said that's all yeah well but i mean that's that's kind of what we were thinking so we are on the way this story takes place well actually before we started recording i was telling you part of what, what happened after but uh so we're on the way down and it's still light out. It's probably five, five thirty. You're, you're going to hit rush hour traffic, right? What time of year was this? Uh, this would have been, gosh, September. Okay. Like September, so beginning October. It would, yeah. So we're, we're heading down as my microphone here. Holy cow. You keep Sorry. touching it. We're, we're heading down, uh, going south and we're driving, you know, I'm not driving, my friend Steve's driving and we're driving along and this car comes up behind us, like racing up behind us on the highway. And so he's motion, he's trying to move over because he sees the car coming up like fast. He's like, holy shit, this guy's really getting on my ass. Like I got to move over, but th- there's nowhere to go. Like he couldn't move over. So the, the car starts honking on the horn and, and like flashing the, the high beams and everything. He's like doing one of these, like I, I can't go anywhere. Like, you know, fuck, dude. Like, relax. Can hold on. He's, he's trying to get in over. in front of you? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was busy. Like, it was, you know, starting to hit rush hour. Okay. Traffic, no, so. but if you're in traffic, 
and somebody's coming up, like they they obviously see the cars are there, right? One would think. Yeah, well, you would think. Okay. So just clarifying. We, yeah, but we, there's nowhere for us to go. So he's like, I fucking can't go anywhere. Like, you know, we're thinking must be some kind of emergency or something because the really flashing the lights trying to get us to move and there's nowhere to go. So finally he gets an opening and he moves over. Now we're thinking, okay, they're just going to pass by real quick and they'll be fine. The car comes up next to us and slows down because he can't really go anywhere either and looks over at us. And it's this like punk kid, probably our age, but you could tell was like tiny. Like punk he wasn't kid, like punk rock. No, no, no. Like, like a punk, I don't know, not a punk rocker. I don't I, I, That's what I used to call him. I used to call him punk kids. I don't know. And he looks over at us and starts like flipping us off and yelling at us and like pointing and this. And we're just like, so he had anger issues. What? Yeah. And now Steve at the time was very big. He was very large, muscular, big, thick, tan. Jacked. He was jacked, yeah, uh -huh. big, big, big dude. And so maybe people might find him intimidating because of his size. Yes. And he has like had like long hair and his hair was all braided. I was going to say, did he have the all, braids? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he, he was, he, like, if he was walking through the mall, you'd go, you'd turn your head and go, who's that? Well, he's a professional wrestler. So that's kind of, yeah. Very big. Yeah. Very big. And so, and he's wearing like a skin tight shirt. So he's just coming out of, you know, he's jacked. And so. He's just, he's going, this kid's flipping us off and, you know, giving us the bird and everything. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Yeah. Jesus. So he gets in, he gets ahead of us and Steve had a very short fuse. Nicest guy until you crossed him or did something to upset him. And then it was boom, like that. So he's like, oh, pff, fuck this guy. So he starts tailing the kid. I'm like, oh. Here we go again, because, I mean, this is not... About Alex is these. like, we're not making it to Yosi tonight. <laughs> uh, road rage incidents were not common with him, but I, I could t I, we could do a, a podcast series entirely on uh, old Steve stories, because there, there was tons. <laughs> uh, so he starts following the kid, and we're driving along, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And this kid is weaving in and out of cars, like he's... He's nuts. He's just he's being very dangerous. He's got to get somewhere. Steve is following, but not doing all the maneuvering uh -huh. and stuff. He's just keeping an eye on him and trying to follow him. He's like, I'm going to fuck this motherfucker up. Like, what's his fucking kid's problem? So the kid starts throwing shit out of his car at us. He had like a bottle of we. I, I thought it was chew, like chewing tobacco. You know, you, you spit bottle yeah. and spit in because we. I, I knew that that's what it was because that's something we used to do. And so he's throwing all the stuff on the highway. Yeah. And some stuff hit the car. Some stuff was missing us hitting other cars. We're like, this kid's going to fucking cause an accident. Like, What's this guy doing? What's this guy's problem. I didn't hear this part of the story. So if you're watching and my face is like, what the fuck? It's because I got <laughs> like a piece of it, apparently. So, yeah. Yeah. So we are, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. We're following along and I get on my phone. And, and I call the state police. Mm -hmm. It's like, this kid's going to, he's going to hurt somebody. And so I'm looking at the mile markers and we're, you know, trying to describe to the, the operator on the phone, like what's going on, where we are, where our location is. And the kid starts like veering off to the side, like to the right. 
to get off at the exit. Mm -hmm. And he was going way too fast. No, did the traffic let up for him to be going fast? Yes, the okay. traffic. Yeah, we we hit a, a straight like a. And by the way, following him, we went way off of our path where we were supposed to be going. <laughs> so so we completely detoured from where we're headed to the UFC, yeah. we're, and we're just following this kid because he's like, I got to teach this guy a lesson. And and, and it actually it went from I got to teach this guy a lesson to we have to follow this kid and make sure he doesn't kill somebody on the road because he's out of control. Mm -hmm. We thought he's either high or he's drunk or something. Yeah. So he veers off to the right and was going way too fast to get off the exit and crashed into the high, you know, those exit signs. Yeah. He crashed into it and the sign fell over <gasps> onto the hood of his car. So we were <laughs> like, Oh shit. So we pull over, we, you know, get off on the shoulder of the road we reverse and we get out and to see if he's okay. Cause at this point we're like, Oh, okay. Somebody got hurt. It's him. He didn't yeah. hurt anybody else, but well, he hurt better himself. him than somebody else, I guess. So, and this, this is going to be tough, but I, I'm going to try to illustrate if I can act it out uh, a little bit, maybe for the people watching. So oh boy. <laughs> we're in for a show. Just cause it's kind of, it was, it was just, I, I, I can laugh at it now. It, it, it was funny. I've told the story. It's been years since I've told it, but, like in this detail. And so we get out and I go up to him first. I'm like, you all right. You used to call somebody for you. Like, are you okay? Cause I'm still on the phone with the, uh, with the, the 911. operator 911. Right. And I, and I said, the kid crashed, you know, like I'm telling the, the 911 uh, operator, he just crashed on, on exit. I think it was exit 11 off of, I don't know what highway we were off of, but I remember it being exit 11. And I said, yeah, the, the exit sign just fell on his vehicle. And she was telling us, you know, go, is he okay? And so that's, you know, what we're doing. So we, I, we get out there and he's still in his car. Now I can see him he, because he's trying to see if I can illustrate this or uh, describe it properly for people listening. The way we got out of the cars, he sees me first mm -hmm. because Steve is on the driver's side. So he hasn't seen him yet. So I'm walking over and I'm going, are you all right? Steve comes out from behind the car now. Cause we were, we, we had rented a car. We, we had rented an SUV. And so he comes over. So you can't see him yet because he's the, the SUV is kind of tall. He comes around the corner and I see the kid's face. And he, he just kind of looks like eyes get all wide when he sees Steve. He's like, Oh shit. Cause he could, you know, can't really see somebody that well in a car. I mean, Steve was a big dude, but probably didn't realize just how big he was. And so now I'm, I'm on the phone with the operator and, and asking questions and trying to talk to the kid. And Steve is just mad that, you know, he's still like angry, but he's now sees the kids kind of in a compromised position. Probably not the best time to F him up because he's probably already effed up. And you got people, you got witnesses on the phone. <laughs> right. So uh, he's, he's saying to him, Hey, buddy, what the fuck is your problem? Like, what are you doing? Are you all right? Do you need us? Do you need an ambulance? Like what the fuck? But he's, he's like asking him if he's all right, but still like what the fucking him and motherfucking him. Like, as I would say, so he's still like, cutting a promo on him as we say in wrestling. And I love it. This dude <laughs> just crashed into an exit sign and it fell on his car. And Steve's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you okay? Do you need, like, how do you respond to that? Like, I, I wouldn't know what to say. Like, so, so he gets out of his car and this is when you really see 
he's a smaller dude. Like he may, he was probably my height, but he was buck 10 soaking wet with bricks in his pocket. He was just a skinny kid. I say kid, he was probably our age, but you know, we were kids. We, I was like 23, 24 at the time. And so he's just, he gets out and he's just like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I, I broke up with my girlfriend and he starts just giving us this like sob story. We're like, okay, but dude, you're like, you're driving like a maniac and look what you just did. Like <laughs> you, you could have killed somebody. You, you're, you're lucky you didn't kill yourself, you know? And by this point, I had gotten off the phone with the operator because she had our location. Uh-huh. Obviously, you're going to find the, the, the car that crashed into the exit 11 sign on whatever highway we were on. Uh, this is dispatched <laughs> to state police. Um, it's the exit that has fallen down and is on top of a car. It should be easy to find. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's given us this sob story. He's apologizing, of course, because now he knows he will. He's going to get his ass kicked if he he doesn't Mm -hmm. and so we were like whatever as long as you're all right yeah he just called the steve said he just called the cops motion to me and it's like somebody will be here so if if you don't need us to call anybody and you're okay we're we're just going to take off but you know he looks at me goes don't be a fucking asshole anymore he's like you know pointing at the kid and so uh we start to kind of walk back but steve's still watching the kid and i'm kind of looking at him too you know we're kind of backing towards our car to just keep an eye on him yeah and he starts kind of getting wobbly a little bit so steve looks at him and he's he's like he looks at me he's like look he's gonna fall down is he all right i'm like i don't know so steve goes hey hey and the kid's not responding so steve goes hey dick like just loud like screams at him and the kid i'm gonna stand up here i don't know if we're gonna be able to catch this on camera or not i'm gonna hold my microphone he he was wobbly and he turned he turns around and he gets all wide-eyed again and he and he's like and steve goes are you all right you need to call somebody for you like what are you doing Are are you good and the kid turns back around he goes up good he turns back around and starts to walk away and he starts holding his butt like he shit himself like he shit himself when steve went hey dick he, well did he because if he or, was wobbly before did or, he do it or he did it prior but it it looked like he did it then because just if you could i can't I, i'm gonna i i can't do it justice but as loud as he yelled hey Dick. And with the anger and vitriol and intensity in his voice, I think he shit himself from that. Keep maybe mind, not. Just maybe he, to a major car accident. Maybe he shit himself when he crashed into the side. And it, I don't know. But just the look on his face and the way he turned around when he said, hey, Dick. Maybe it was a combination of like the it accident and Steve. <laughs> it, it, it probably was. Maybe. But that's what happened. And then we got back into the car and we drove to UFC and the fights sucked until we got to Wesley Cabbage Carrera. And I want to say it was Tim Sylvia, but I, I could be wrong. But I remember it was Cabbage was, was the guy's name. And it was two guys that were not very skilled, but man, they had a hell of a fight. Just beating the shit out of each other because we were getting ready to leave. And that fight came on and we were like, we hadn't heard of any of these guys, any of them. And they just had a 
fucking barn burner that and just it was made, awesome that, and it made it all worth it that just made me think of the um what is it brawl for it all the ww brawl for all yeah brawl for all yeah that we don't know what the fuck we're doing but we're just gonna fight even though we're wrestlers that is that's, something we'll talk about that that's show. gonna be another episode we'll that another we're gonna talk about yes sure. but yeah we watched that fight and then you know, we walked walked around the casino and and ate and all that stuff and did some gambling or whatever, and we were gonna stay down there, but decided at the last minute like ah we'll just go home whatever we were all still kind of wired and wide awake, and on the way home I was driving, and on the way home I started hallucinating because I was so tired, I, and I had never done that before driving because I mean at the time we used to drive everywhere all the time for you know shows and stuff like that. And on the way home, I hallucinated, for some reason, traffic cones in the middle of the road that were not there. Wow. I was swerving all over the place like, ah, and everybody's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I'm like the fucking traffic cone right there. And they're like, there's no traffic cone. Like, there's no fucking right there. And I'm looking in the rearview mirror. There's no traffic <laughs> cone. I'm like, oh, OK, I swear I just saw a traffic cone. Like, do you want us to drive? I'm like, no, I'm good. I got it. I got it. No. And I drove all the way home, but I was hallucinating. It was it happened more than once. I was hallucinating traffic cones wow. in the middle of the road. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, somebody needed a nap. Well, so you you hallucinated. You were so tired while driving. You yes. hallucinated. Have you ever like been so tired driving? You just like can't stop laughing because you're so tired and just like you're you the thoughts in your head are like just you find so funny. You just amuse yourself. I don't know because because I never I don't think that's ever happened to me because I never if I ever drove some someplace by myself I was Mm -hmm. always listening to something so I was never I never drove and was just alone in my thoughts does that make sense like I never I'd always have the radio going or for at the time I I I would uh, have a lot of uh, CDs I'd make Art Bell CDs so I could listen to Art Bell because this is before iPods and stuff ladies and gentlemen Mm -hmm. Uh, and then obviously when the iPod came out I'd get audiobooks and stuff like that and listen to I'd always listen to something so I was never just alone to to laugh uncontrollably I mean or I'd have people with me but if I was alone I I was always listening to something I I well one time I was so tired. So I was with my friend Max. So my friend Max and my friend Jenny and I went to a show at the Middle East in Boston. And during the show, somebody stage dived and landed on her because she's like really small and broke her neck. So we went in the ambulance to her to the hospital. And once her mom got there, and then like we knew like, okay, like, she's okay. We then had to walk back to where the car was because we didn't have anyone like this. We didn't have, I don't think we had cell phones then. So we had to just walk back like, okay, how, how do we get back to the Middle East? Like, can, can, like at the hospital, can you tell us how to get to Mass Ave? And then we had to walk back. So we get back and the show's ending and all the bands are packing up. And one of the guys from the band is like, oh, well, we're playing in Springfield. Now we're all getting a caravan driving down. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll go. So it was a really long day. And halfway through the show, it was like, it's really late. I think... I might've had my learner's permit and you're not supposed to drive past a certain time. And at this point, I think it was like three in the morning. And so I was driving and I was so tired. My friend Max fell asleep 
and I had music, but I was still so tired. And I was just like falling asleep. And I remember like, you can't fall asleep. You need to stay awake. You you're driving. But then it was like, I just blink and the blinks got longer. And the next thing I know, I'm almost like driving into a woman next to us. And I'm like, oh shit. And I'd be like, Max, wake up. And I'd be tapping him and he'd be like, huh? I'm like, stay awake, like talk to me. And he's like, okay, and falls right back asleep. I was so tired. And I just remember like not knowing what to do. Like, do I pull over and sleep and then get in trouble for like not coming home? Or like, I'm already like driving past the time I should. It was one of those, like, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to keep driving. And I was like slapping myself in the face to try to wake myself up. I, I didn't know what to do. I was so tired. I made it home. I did kind of nod off a couple of times, but I quickly came back. Thank goodness. Wow. It was scary. Like, yeah. I literally had to like slap myself in the face to try to keep myself awake. See what I used to do was I would, after the hallucinating incident, the, the traffic cone incident, what I used to do is I would always chew tobacco like that. And that would just be my thing that I would do. That would always keep me awake. Well, probably because you're was, doing yeah, something. I doing, yeah. Exactly. I was always doing something. So, uh, and that, and that's, that was the only time I would do it is when I would drive. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it during the week or anything like that. It was, it would always be, if I was going to a, a to a show, and most shows at the time, I was doing a lot of driving. I'd be going to Delaware a lot, Pennsylvania, New York, all, you know, so I was always driving far away. I'd always be in the car minimum three, four hours uh, and sometimes longer. So that's what I would do to stay awake. And it, and it worked fine. I mean, uh, for me, I think the longest, I, what's the longest road trip you've ever done where you were driving? Mm, well, so I drove my ex-boyfriend when he was in a band, I would I would usually drive, um, usually me or the the drummer would drive. So I remember we drove down to like Washington, D.C. and then down to Virginia. And then I was from Massachusetts, Rhode Island. Okay, from Providence. And so I remember I was driving back from Virginia to Providence. And this is where I started. Like I was so tired because everyone would just go to sleep. And I was so tired that I was just like cracking myself up in my head, like making myself laugh. It was funny because we got to New York and I forget who, but they're like, oh, you want to make sure you go on like the bottom part of the bridge, whichever one they're like, yeah, because one is like full of trucks and you want to avoid that one. And I'm like, okay. So I took the one that they said to do and it was full of trucks, but it wasn't just that it was full of trucks. It was a snowstorm. So I'm driving home in a snowstorm on the George Washington Bridge on the on the one that has all the trucks on it. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And it's dark and it's hard to see because at this point, I guess I needed glasses, but I just didn't have them. And yeah, I I was just like everyone would just be sleeping. And I just remember feeling like I was going crazy because I was talking to myself in my mind, like quietly as you do. And yeah. And I'm like (laughs) singing Patsy Klein songs in my head, keeping myself occupied, trying not to fall asleep. And I just remember like getting back and I had to pee so bad that I kept like, wow, my molars are floating. Like just remembering that, but it felt like, like I was just like cracking myself up, which made it worse because I had to pee really bad. 
but I was so freaking tired. And I went past the point of being sleepy to just feeling like, ha ha, crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Fun times. Good stuff. Yeah. Hey, but we all got home safe. There, that's what matters. Yeah. I, I remember one time coming home. I, I can't, I, I don't remember if I told this on the podcast or not. I may have. But coming home and I think it was like two hours away and I was in, I think it was Southbridge, Mass, I want to say, or Springfield. I can't remember. And after the show, uh, a bunch of us had gone to a party, a quote unquote party, it, it, whatever. It wasn't anything great, but I remember getting really drunk and foolishly getting in the car and driving home. And it wasn't just me. I was with somebody else who was going to keep me awake or whatever. And we got, we got in the car, we got on the highway. And the next thing I knew we were home and I had no memory of driving, no clue how I got home because they were passed out on the seat. So they didn't keep me awake. And I, like I said, I got home and I had no idea how I got home. Wow. And, and uh, they ended up crashing at, at my apartment at the time because you're like, I'm not driving you home. I just that's where I ended up. And I ha- and I it was weird because I was I, I'm like, how am I home? Where where have I been? What the hell happened? Interesting. Yeah. So I. The things you do when you're young. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Stupid. So what other fun wrestling road stories oh, man, do you have? A, fun ones. Jeez. Uh. Well, no, it's it's hard because I don't want to implicate anybody. <laughs> I don't want to implicate anybody with anything, any well, stories just or anything. Don't uh, say names. You can say like wrestler A I, I and mean, wrestler B. I, there was, I mean, there's been a bunch of times where I've gotten uh, uh, like rear-ended. I, I remember one uh, one trip down to Delaware actually, on the same road trip, got rear-ended twice. On the way to the show. Yeah. And, and that was another one where I was with Steve, actually. And he was he was the one driving. Delaware, where, was it like a Super 8 or something? It, it, as a matter of fact, it was. And this would have been in two. That's like the only wrestling uh, I know in Delaware. <laughs> it was either 90, 1998 or 1999. Mm-hmm. I can't remember whichever one he was in that ended up winning. And we got rear-ended twice on the way there. So we got rear-ended in New York on the George Washington Bridge. And then we got rear-ended again, coming up to the tolls to get into New Jersey. Two different people rear-ended us. And, and he wasn't, I mean, it wasn't, he wasn't driving erratically. He wasn't doing anything stupid. He was just driving normal. So we just, bat, you know, bashed into him. <laughs> Two different people. We didn't exchange anybody, any information, because there was really no damage to the car. Thankfully, it was just a, you know, quick kind of you say fender bender but the fender our fender wasn't bent so we were we lucked out in that respect because it was a rental and we we all you know got the whiplash right but it didn't kick in until later Mm -hmm. so we we got rear-ended twice and then we went and wrestled he wrestled three times that night I, i only wrestled once and we didn't, you know, it didn't kick in until we're on the drive home. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, geez, my neck's really bothering me. And I'm trying to think, like, did I do something in the ring? Like, what, what did I do tonight that hurt my neck? 
and and then realized, you know, oh wait, no, it's from the whiplash because his neck was started hurting him. And yeah, the other kid that was traveling hurts. with us, same thing. He's like, Oh yeah, my neck hurts too. Shit. I'm like, oh, okay, it was probably the whiplash. Oh, maybe we should have got insurance information. <laughs> but maybe. But thankfully it, it only lasted a couple of days and went away, thankfully. So yeah but yeah that was a weird one because it happened you know twice on the same trip do you have any that show. don't involve accidents yeah but a lot of them are what uh, involve illicit uh drugs and things of that nature what well i mean drug taking i should say wasn't really anything horrible i mean the okay so uh I'm trying to think of the best one to tell here for entertainment purposes. <laughs> so bad. Um, let's see. No, I can't tell that one. Oh, no, but you have to. No, I can't tell that one. It's it's too long. It's it's way too. This is a story. We need a guest for this one I... to come on and, and, and actually tell this one. I'll tell you later. And I'll forget to ask. So. No, I'll tell you. It's okay. It's not. It's nothing bad. You've you've heard the story before, but it's it's literally like a four hour story, it to tell it properly to do it justice. It's a long story. Wow. Yes. Okay. Because so much happened, and and it it went on over forty eight hours, forty eight to seventy two hours. It it went a long time, and a lot of stuff happened, and you cannot do the story justice unless you tell it all chronologically. It sounds like a novel. Like you just need we, to we, we've it joked about it being like turned into a screenplay because so much happened and it was so crazy. And but yeah, now everyone listening and watching wants to hear it. it I, I hate, uh, you know, and I, we should probably edit this out because it's one of those things where I don't, I don't know if we're ever going to be able to tell it because it involves a lot of people who you can't say their names because Give everybody fake names people would know it doesn't work as well because well no you it will work i guess it's still crazy that it happened but i would tell you the real names obviously and you'd go oh shit yeah that would be way better if i could tell the names but anyway okay fine yeah so, i i'm sorry i hate to blue ball the audience that way and that's exactly what i just did such I, a tease. I, sorry about that but yeah such a tease but no i can't tell that one yet because it's way okay too then long. tell so, tell when you can tell I i'm trying to think of another good story to tell i mean uh when you and i first started seeing each other i drove to st louis yes for that uh there was a a wrestling camp that was going on and uh harley race was putting it on and if you impressed people there you could get sent over to Japan and, uh, and wrestle. And it, it ended up being just a big, I called them a, a, a money grab, but now that's how you get into wrestling. Now you go to camps and that's how you get noticed. But at the time, these were things that had just kind of started happening. And I thought they were kind of shady, but I'm like, all right, whatever I'll go. Cause it could turn into something we'll see. And I ended up driving all the way there uh, and not, it, it was myself. It was, a, we, we had two cars going over mm -hmm. there like two cars full of guys from our area that were going over there. And I ended up doing all the driving for my car. I didn't want to let anybody else drive because I actually was borrowing my mom's car. She let me use her brand new that's car right. for the road trip. Mm -hmm. That's that's why I was driving. I'm like, yeah, nobody else can drive because I was the only one that would be covered on the insurance mm -hmm. that she had on the car. So, uh, and then got there saw what it was which is exactly what i thought it was it was a money grab isn't that you know it wasn't anything that was nothing was going to come of it so i 
faked getting a head injury, faked getting a concussion so I could come home early. And I did, just, did the guys know that you faked it? Like, did you ever tell they, them? They, I think they knew after the fact. Yeah, I think they knew after the fact. Because it was just, I, I'm just sitting there I'm like, this is the biggest, like, what is this? This is stupid. Like, and I'm not going to do, me. I did, I, and that, that's true. I did actually miss you a lot. And I remember I couldn't get home fast enough because I was like, this sucks. Didn't someone come home with you too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, another guy came home with me because uh, he had a young son who had broken his leg while he was away. So he was like, he got the news while we're, we're there. And he's like, hey, can I come home with you? Like, absolutely. Yeah. Sure, that's fine. Yeah, great. You know? And I, I just told myself, you got to keep me awake because I'm going to drive it all the way through. We're not going to stop at a hotel or anything. Because on the way there, we did stop at a hotel uh, because, you know, everybody wanted to get rest and whatever. Yeah. And I remember I was doing so much chewing tobacco and downing five-hour energy shots so I could stay awake that I couldn't sleep. So I didn't sleep the whole drive there. Mm. Uh, the whole time, that, like when we stopped the hotel, I didn't sleep. I just lay in bed, like wide awake, could not sleep. So I ended up getting up and going, there was like a gym in the hotel. I went worked out, whatever. And then drove all the way to St. Louis and, or Eldon, I think it was Eldon, Missouri, which is close to St. Louis or around St. Louis, whatever. And you know, we did the seminar, whatever. And I, after the first day, I'm like, I'm done. Like, I, I, I got a head. Oh, my head hurts. Wasn't I it like the second day? You, you, were, you weren't there very long. I think it was well, like a few days. It, I ended up being there. Uh, I think it was there for three or four days total. Mm. And what happened was after the first day, what, after I realized what this is, where they're just having guys run around and do a bunch of drills and stuff. I'm like, this is not, you're not going to see if anybody's talented by having them do drills. Yeah. And, and there was, there was like 85 people there. So it's like, you're not going to, you don't get any one-on-one -on -one time in the ring to, show what you can do and show that you actually have a clue and you're not yeah. just an idiot. So I was like, this is, this is dumb. And a lot of the people they said, were going to be there scouting talent. They were not there. Oh. So I was like, all right, this is like Harley Ray showed up for literally like 10 minutes on the first day, smoking <laughs> a cigarette and telling everybody that wrestling today, everybody sucks except for Shawn Michaels and triple H. The only guys that are any good buffing on a cigarette. And then he, and then he left like literally that was it. Wow. So I was like, all right, if this is what this is going to be. I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm done. So what I did was I had my laptop with me mm -hmm. and I had brought, I think it was season five of the office. Yeah, you brought the office. I had the office DVDs with me. And I said, you know, and I had a, a brand new book on time travel that I'd bought. I said, you know what? I'm on vacation now. That's it. I'm just going to sit. I'm going to hang out in the hotel room and I'm just going to watch the office. I'm going to read my book. I'm going to go to the gym going to get some room service, whatever. And I'm just going to have, I'm just going to relax. That's what I'm going to do while these guys are off being, you know, bumping around and doing all these drills. Yeah. I'm going to just hang out and chill and there say, I go. got a concussion. So everybody leaves me alone. And that's what happened. Like, so if anybody's listening, that was there, you know who you are. Sorry, but that's what I did. But yeah, they, they all told me after the fact that, like, hey, you did the right thing. It was, it was stupid. There was nothing yeah. going on. And, and that's the thing. Every, every day they would come back and be like, hey, we didn't do anything. Well, especially all day. now where like we've realized like our, the most valuable currency we have is our time to waste it on something. Like once you get there and you're like, this is a waste of time to still go through it. Yeah. Which actually kind of brings me to just made me think of something we were talking about today with like people who talk to you and you're trying to do something and you're, is this a road story? 
No, I'm just saying like where people talk to you and you're trying to do something and you're trying to be polite and feeling like this will be another episode. We talk about this. Okay. You're, I was no, just saying, you're kind of going all over We're, we're going to go. No, I was just saying it made me think about that because like okay. you're, you're there, you yes. know, like what this thing is at this wrestling event. Yeah. You, you know what it is. Do you really want to waste your time once you know, and go and put your body through that? Knowing well, that's what the thing. It is? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like I knew right off the bat, like this is, when I figured it out pretty quickly, what it was, and you know, I'm not gonna, not doing this. So I remember yeah. I paired up with the guy that I came down with that I trusted, and I said, "Yo, you hit me." And I, I just, he, I don't think he knew what I was doing okay. till after the fact. Yeah. I told him after I told because he's the one that drove home with me. Yeah. I told him after that, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm not." I'm I, obviously, fine. I'm driving for like, like yeah, 48 I'm, hours straight. Yeah, like I'm good. No, it ended up being. I think we made it home in 19 hours. Oh. Cause right. I did it straight. Yeah. We, we left at geez, like a bunch of us went out to eat at wherever we were. I think it was like a Bob Evans restaurant or something like that in Missouri. And I, I just said, Hey, do I go home tonight? And he's like, yeah, all right, I'll go. And then the other person that had driven with us uh, was able to fit in the other car and was going to stay. Cause they were doing like a show the following night or something like, you guys don't want to stay for the show. I'm like, no, <laughs> but why? What's 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 going to come of that? And so, yeah, we did. Did anyone get signed? No, no, exactly. So nothing, nothing came of it. Yeah, actually, uh, one of the trainers, the quote unquote trainers that was running the the deal, uh, got a job as a referee about a month later in the WWE. But none of the people who paid. No, no. (laughs) To to go to this camp. Yeah. Gosh, no. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I paid to go on vacation. That's what happened for me. But yeah, we, uh, we left that night. We left at like 11 o'clock at night. So made really great time because no traffic, you know, obviously in the wee hours in the morning. So just doing 85, 90, the whole way back, got a speeding ticket coming home on, on the interstate in Massachusetts, got pulled over by a state trooper. So Mm -hmm. I got a speeding ticket coming home. And uh, can't drive 55. No, couldn't. (laughs) No, I didn't drive 55. Uh That's for sure. And yeah, got home. I think I got home at 730 or eight o'clock the following day. And I can't remember. Did you come over that night? I can't remember. I think I probably did. You probably did. I was obviously exhausted, but yeah. But that's the great thing about us. Like we can be super tired and like take a nap together, but we're together. So it's okay. Yeah, it was fine. It counts. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but that was that. And that was the, like, I remember being so tired and so just over like body being oversaturated with nicotine and, and caffeine from Red Bulls and five hour energy shots and all the chewing tobaccos do my lips, my, my inner lip was all just raw and everything from doing so much chew the whole way back. Hey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah. Good times. Haven't done that stuff in a long time. Yeah. Cause I, I was feel. like, it's gross. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a great habit at all, but it kept it's me awake. Gross. That was what I did. Anyway. So, anyhow. But yeah, I, I have, um, it's not necessarily a road story, but it's a driving story. If it's a driving story, then it's a road story. Okay. Right. So <laughs> I was with a group of friends and we're all like punk rockers and I had a 1989 Dodge shadow. All right. And so it was, it was like a really 
cool color blue, like a steely blue color. And I had a ton of stickers of all these bands. I like, like all around the edge of the window, along the bumper, like just all over the back. And my brother would call it like punk mobile one. Okay. And so <laughs> we were driving and it was winter. I, I think it either just finished snowing or still snowing. And there was two, four, five other people in my car. So I had like four in the back, one in the passenger seat, and then me driving. So obviously not everyone was wearing their seatbelts. Because that was a big thing. I was like, you all have to wear seatbelts, like try to make it work. But um, <laughs> but we weren't really going, like we were, we were driving somewhere and I didn't know where the hell we were. My friend was like telling me where we needed to go. Cause I think we were like dropping people off. And so we go down this road and it's a residential road. And it's one of those roads where like all these really nice houses have like beautiful, gorgeous Christmas lights. So people like to slow down and stop. But if you're driving, looking at Christmas lights, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to pull over so other people can drive, like put your directional on your hazards, move over so somebody can go around you. Well, these people in front of us didn't do that. And I'll share a little bit about me. When I was younger, I had severe road rage and I would get really angry. I used to wish I could have grenades in my car so I could just pull the pin and throw it through people's windows so they could blow up because oh my gosh, I wanted to like rip people out of their cars and bash their head open with the car door. I had really bad road rage. Sounds like it. I'm fine now. I've gotten over that. I've released my anger. But back then, not so much. And back then I used to love getting into fights. It was so fun. Like I always, it was always fun for me. So any excuse to get into a fight, I get into a fight. And so- I honked at this car, like, come on, like, but then they started going slower, like a total dick. Like, instead of, hey, you're going really slow down this road, it's not really, it's snowing. And so it wasn't really wide enough to pass safely. And uh, cars were coming the other way too. I didn't feel safe. So if, at least if they pulled over a little bit, I could get a chance to go around them, you know, safely. Sure. But so I had honked like to, to give them like, to let them know, like, Hey, there's people behind you trying to actually drive down the road to get somewhere. So they started going slower and then they stopped and I'm like, Oh, we're on, we're going to get in a fight. All right. So I'm thinking it's like younger people. Like, so my friends, punk rockers, we're getting our brass knuckles. We're getting our spiked belts, wrapping it around our fists. Like we're ready to fight. So I, I'm like, let me out first. Let me just kind of feel out the situation. Cause I was also the oldest one too. I think I was like 17 or 18. So I get out of the car, like ready to be like, what the fuck, you know, but I, I, I waited cause I didn't know the situation. I'm trying to be smart about it. <laughs> and I come up and they put the window down and it's like these people probably in the, their late forties, maybe early fifties, they're older and they look terrified. And I'm like, I needed you to pull over. My friend is really sick and I got to get him to a hospital. And they're like, 
okay, we're really sorry. I'm like, okay, I just don't know why you wouldn't move over so we could get through. And they're just like, we're so sorry. And my friends are like getting out of the car, like pushing them, like get the back in the car. And so I'm like, okay, we're going to go around you. And I got in the car and we left. And I was like, oh my God, these people, like these like, you know, middle-aged yuppie people looked absolutely, yuppie. yes, like yuppie looking, like looked absolutely petrified. Cause here's this girl who like, you know, in my punk rock clothes and everything. And I thought I looked good, but I'm sure they saw me a certain way and maybe made them feel a little uncomfortable. But I get in the car and my friend's like, what the fuck? What, what happened? I go, just be quiet. And so we drive past and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I waved to them because I was just thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm thinking like in case they have a gun or something like, you know, just be prepared. But I was just thinking, oh my goodness. Like I thought these people like were younger and they were going to fight us just being dicks. And no, they were just older people looking at the Christmas lights and just didn't have a clue. So it explained like once we passed them and I'm like, I just want to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so we started driving and then I was like, uh, yeah, they're like old. Not that they were old, but like Yuppies. older. Yuppies. The woman like with the sweater wrapped around like the shirt and the like the, the sweater uh, gotcha. like draped yeah. over the shoulders sure. and the nice little knotted kind of thing. And yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. Well, there you have it, it. It, it's a fun memory. And it was a nice little lesson, a good learning experience for me. Yeah, there you go. I'm just really glad I was very cautious instead of just <laughs> us because we probably would have been arrested had uh, we acted. Yeah. On that uh, possible scenario right. that we thought it was yeah. going to be. Well, that's good that you didn't. Yes. Do you have any other stories you want to share before you wrap it up? Oh, geez. No, I, I don't think anything else I'm going to tell is going to be better than that first one. Really? That was a, that was a really good one. I, I, I thought, I hope everybody else thought it was funny. And a good a dude shit himself. So I mean, crashed into a damn exit sign on a highway. Yeah. Pretty crazy, but no, I, I don't have anything else really. Uh, apologies for blue balling everybody with that other story. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to do some kind of special bonus episode. Oh Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's a good one. I feel like it, it just needs one. to come it's out. A, we need to talk about one. it. It's a long one. I'm telling you it's a long one. It'll be a bonus. We'll I'm, figure it out. We're not going to put a time on it though. Like when it'll come out. Cause it may be a while. It's... It could be next year, but it'll be a bonus. <laughs> sure. Okay. I guess we can. I'm going to write it down. That. So you don't forget. All right. Fair enough. No, uh, no, that's it. Uh, a lot, a lot of, I hate to say this, but in in all honesty a lot of stuff i don't remember because i a lot of times i was not after shows i would not be fully aware i guess you could say <laughs> of what was going on because you know you you indulge in some things when you're on the road if you will and you're not at home and you're not if i'm not if i wasn't driving especially i would be indulging in in some substances, if you will. Yeah. So I, I don't remember a lot of stuff, but I'm sure that I got, I, a matter of fact, I got a text the other, not the other day, but I, I told you about it a couple of weeks ago where I got a text from two guys who were still on the road wrestling and 
texted me, tell me we were just telling Alex Ariad stories. I'm like, oh, sweet, safe travels. Yeah, you always do that. Like, he'll tell me like, oh, yeah, I told you. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, you need to, like, share the story so I can remember. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like a lot, a lot of, uh, I guess I I did a lot of stuff that people still talk about. So there you go. Maybe we need to have them on to share these stories then (laughs) because you can't remember. That's the thing. And I I hate that, that there's so many things that happen that I don't remember. I, for a while there, my first couple of years in wrestling, I had a nickname among my friends. It was up all night, Alex Arion, because I would be up all night at a lot of shows and or you know the after events if there'd be after parties and what have you i would get that nickname because i did not sleep i would be up all night so yeah that was my nickname for and then you there. met me who likes to be like in this laying was, in bed at 7 30 well, yeah now, it's, it's a, a, a far cry from where <laughs> i am now in my life but as a young lad yes i i would be up all, i i had fun when I would go out That's okay. on the road. And this was, this, I mean, geez, this was like 10 years before you and I even knew each other. And got no, together, it's so. just funny because I've always been like, I like to go to bed earlier and it, cause I always wake up oh, early. I've me. just not always younger, woken no. up early. So when it gets late, like I could totally, when I was younger, stay up, like I used to all the time, but I'd still usually wake up early. Not me. No. See, I, when I was, Jeez, I can't even remember when this started, but it had to be when I was early teens. I would stay up, jeez, till two, three in the morning, sometimes four in the morning, and I would sleep till like noon time, one o'clock. You know, like you know, yeah. during the summer and stuff like that. And then, yeah, it, it, and weekends and stuff. Even like during the school year, I would always be up, just up. I would sneak out of the house. Oh yeah, I used to. <laughs> Oh, shit. I used to hate having to work at night, not because I wanted to go out and party or anything, but because I'd be like, oh, I'm not past my bedtime. Not like I was given a bedtime, just like I wanted to be in bed sleeping. Yeah. Uh, see, I, that didn't happen for me until later on in life. Mm, yeah. Cause I, I, I was sleeping. always, I was always just wanting to go out and have fun. And, and, and I, I didn't go out and party when I was younger. I didn't have my first drink, my first drop of alcohol until my 21st birthday. Like I didn't get drunk or, or smoke weed. I didn't do anything. I didn't anything at all. I was, I guess you could say straight edge. I didn't do anything. Little goody two shoes. No, but, no, but not, but not, I didn't, I didn't walk around with that label. Like, no, no, no. Claiming just, it to anybody. It just, just was ne- yeah. never for me. I would go to parties. I would hang out with people that were doing that stuff. Yeah. I just never, it just never appealed to me at the time. And yeah, the first time I ever got really drunk, I was actually with Steve and it was after a wrestling show and he brought me to a strip bar and I got drunk. <laughs> that was the first time Tremendous. I got actually, we went to the 99 restaurant first and I had a Long Island iced tea. You which, lo- Is that why you love those? Yes. That, that actually is why, because they hit uh, Steve and, and our other friend that was with us wanted me to get drunk. So like, you're 21 now, here you go. You're gonna have a Long Island iced tea. I'm like, well, what's in this? They're like, don't worry, just drink it. Like, a little bit of everything. All right, thumbs up. Let's do it. And I and I, I did. I got so drunk, obviously. And yeah, then they brought me to, uh, what was the name of the place? It was this just where brutal, was it? What it was state? In, uh, it was in Massachusetts. It was in, oh gosh, was it? It was either New Bedford or Fall River, Mass. Oh, I can't yeah. remember now. But it was like the King's Inn, I think it was called, or something like that. The King's something or other. It was some, it's probably not even there anymore. I don't know. That's been very classy. It was not. 
at all classy, but that was, yeah, we went to a strip bar after and yeah, it was, yeah, that was the first time I ever got drunk. So I was 21 when I did. So, but yeah, that, that after that, when I would go and travel, that's when I would, you know, stories would happen or whatever. And it wasn't like, I don't want anybody to be like, Oh, crazy party or no well i don't think it was anything like that i'm just thinking just, like jake the snake with the recent no, thing no, he's like no, a no, shade no. on my head <laughs> no not i don't i don't think i ever got that crazy no <laughs> no i know no, but, nothing like that but like where you're saying like i wouldn't get crazy and then i just thought no, of but, like crazy being like compared to jake the snake roberts crazy kind yeah, of partying yeah well, i mean I, I i think everybody you know you know, everybody does stuff when they're younger yeah you know, looking back and you're just yeah. like, wow, I was pretty crazy. But there was a while there where I really, there was, a, there was a time where I would think it's amazing that I've survived as long as I have, because I was, I was the guy who for a, for a while there, for a, for a number of years, for a little stretch there in my mid twenties, if somebody was doing two of something, I would do four of it because I wanted to do just a little more to be it was kind of like a, like a pissing contest, you know, and just, and it was, it was all in good fun. And it was all, I would kind of do that with drinking, but more in the sense of like people who couldn't drink certain types of alcohol. I'm like, give me that. And I just to like, without like flinching, I would drink it and they, it would be like, they'd be like, Oh my God, how can you do that? I'd be like, cause I'm fucking tough. I'm not a pussy, you know, just to kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, just for like, fun. <laughs> I think for me too, a lot of it was when I, when I got into wrestling and I really, when I say got in, not, not when I first got in, but when I first started doing shows and started really going and traveling and doing everything, I became so, you know how I am. I became so immersed into it and submerged, submerged into that lifestyle that it was not, is this right? Or should I do this? It was this is what wrestlers do. You want to be a wrestler? This is what you're going to do. And nobody told me that. That was just my mindset. Yeah. So it's like, all right, the guys, they're taking some pills and, and having a couple of beers out to show. That's what you do. Okay. I'm going to do some of that too. Oh, those guys do two. Well, I'm going to take three or I'm going to take four. It was never, and I never did anything like crazy. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, but there was, there was a couple of years there where I was like, I'm lucky that I survived. Like I, I really, I, I really feel that way because yeah, it was, I feel it was, like that with like a lot pretty, of things, like just it was pretty, pretty scary. Yeah, some of the stuff I, that I did. No, but just in general, like some of the stuff, like the positions you find yourself in, like, you know, driving when you're really tired or like, yeah. I, I think I shared one episode where I was at a warp tour and was it green day? I think. And like a bunch of people fell down and a girl fell and I went to go help her up. So I had to like get down to like pull her up because like nobody was helping anyone. Yeah. And then I got trampled on. I got knocked down. So she gets up and I'm, I just remember thinking I'm going to die in a fucking pit of dust at a freaking warp tour with green day playing because it was like all this dust. You couldn't breathe because you're down by the ground in the it was hot and dry and I'm getting stepped on and I'm getting kicked. And I was like, fuck this. I just started like punching people and like behind their knees. So they kind of come down and finally people saw me and they helped me up. But it, it's just like, there, 
predicaments you find yourself in and you think, how the fuck did I survive that? Yeah. And uh, yeah. looking back now, I'm like, because, you know, that this is my journey. I check out when I check out. I, I, you know, it's yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that's kind of got to be why. Yeah, right? I mean, I've been in um, a couple bad car accidents. Not my fault for anyone thinking female driver. I'm actually a really good driver for a female. But like, you know, I got like T-boned by somebody and people were like, how like the cop didn't know how I was still alive. So it's just things like that where. How, how did I survive this? I'd like to think because it's our journey and our time to leave is our time to leave. Yeah. See, mine wasn't so much car accidents. Mine were all things that I no, partook I, I, in. I'm it just, wasn't. No, I know. But I'm just saying like in general, like you find yourself somewhere, whether it's through your fault or not your fault. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I think everybody, I, I, I would assume uh, pretty much everybody has stories like that where you, you have a brush with death or, yeah. or you look back and you're like, how the hell did I even survive that? How did I, you know, but usually anyway. it's the moment of, yeah, like brush with death <laughs> or like, Oh no, am I going to die? <laughs> Well, see, that that's the thing. I, I never had those yeah. thoughts in the moment. It was never at the time, like, oh, if I do this. I'm it's looking back. It's like, looking back and you're like, how, how did I make it? How the hell did I take 12 somas and, and function? Like, how the hell did I do that? What the, what the hell was I thinking? Like, why did I even get to that point? But yeah, anyway. We're all on a journey, <laughs> on a path for a reason. It brings yeah. us to where we need to be. Exactly. And it brought us here yes. together. Yeah. sharing these stories with Absolutely. you our hearers and watchers and hopefully everybody was entertained at least I a little hope tiny so, bit, little bit. <laughs> as always we thank you very yes. much for spending your most valuable currency your time yeah. listening or watching us every week when you do because we think about it, we talk about just whatever it is like the most random okay. show sometimes and yeah we just we appreciate especially the, the folks that tune in every week Thank you so we much. We love you and we, we, yeah, appreciate, we really appreciate you it. and we value your time being spent with us. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Mm -hmm. So where can people find us on social media? We have Twitter. At HomewreckerPod. And our website. HomewreckerPodcast.com. There you have it. Where can people find you, my lady? You can find me on Twitter at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. I have a website, tarotbymonique.com and an Etsy shop, Wonders by Monique. And I just realized like I made pendants with necklaces and I should be wearing it to promote it, but I forgot, but I'll have those up soon too. They're pretty cool. I yeah. hope you take some pictures earlier. They're yeah, like nice. I'm not a jewelry maker, but I yeah, they're pretty figured cool. it out how to do it and it it's good so yeah. how about you how can people find you my love i'm also on twitter at the alex arion that's a-r-i-o-n for anybody that is not sure how to spell it and of course we put all that stuff in our show notes mm -hmm. and you can also check out alexarionfitness.com and until next time like i just said i am the golden greek alex arion joined as always by my beautiful lovely gorgeous amazing trophy wife the lovely Monique. that's me that is you and you've been listening to the homewrecker podcast